Colby, I got a force field. Your force field is good, but my teleporting is better. What's going on, guys? My name is Barry. And this is Colby. And this is Who Watches This. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the third week of Hero Movies with No Comics Month. Yes. That is a mouthful. <laughs> That's what she said. Come on. I Whoa. set you up perfectly wow. for that. I dropped it. <laughs> oh, man. If you guys do not know where uh, our, our quote, opening quote is from. Then you should go watch a lot of movies and you probably still won't know. <laughs> Because this movie apparently only made $7,000. In the box office, yeah. I think it was released in like one theater. <laughs> what, do you think it's because, I mean, I, li- I like Michael Rappaport. Uh, I mean, like as of late, he's gotten a little bit more political right. nowadays. Yeah. But back in 2006, he was just sort of the the redheaded guy in movies. Right. <laughs> but I, I liked him. He was sort of like... Kind of felt like I always thought he was Louis C.K.'s cousin, but I found out he wasn't. I could totally see that. <laughs> that that yes, if you told me that, I probably would have believed it. Because <laughs> they have like the same kind of comedy, right? Yeah, like, they they feel they feel like the same. All right, uh, <laughs> but if you guys don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about 2006's special, special, and I mean. With that kind of name, and then Michael Rappaport look, looking how he does on the movie poster, I don't think I would have watched this <laughs> in theaters. I didn't see this in theaters, but I saw it somewhere when it early came out. I don't know if I rented it or if it was on. Maybe you saw it on the Netflix HBO website, HBO or <laughs> something. Yeah, if you guys don't know, it's it's hard when you're watching HBO without. D- uh, TiVo, if you guys remember what that is, <laughs> is that still around? No, right? uh, yeah, TiVo still. Oh, <laughs> a thing. <laughs> I thought Roku just dethroned them. Uh, well, because they're still uh, DVRs, and so TiVo's basically just a DVR, a DVR. the first gen DVR. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, two thousand th- uh, this movie special uh, came out in two thousand six. Uh, it's an indie hero comedy dark psychological film. Oh, right. Yep. It is a lot of things. Uh, if you guys aren't really used to this type of movie, uh, I, I I would suggest this because it's it's an easy watch. It, it is. Um, it's got a lot of levels, a lot of layers in yeah. in it. And there's nothing ever really spelled out for you, right? Even even at the end of this movie, you still don't know. I. <laughs> It reminded me like that way of uh, we had done a previous uh, podcast on uh, what safety not guaranteed oh. about time travel. Oh, no, they went back in time. Cole. And <laughs> but like most of the movie, you're not sure if time travel's oh. real or not. And here, most of the movie, you're not sure if superpowers are real or not. I think it's because Michael Duplass really sells the crazy well. <laughs> yes. If you guys have seen Creep or Creep 2, you, you can see he sells crazy extremely well. Yes. 
No, okay, hold on. Safety guaranteed. I definitely was like, all right, time travel isn't real. This guy's just crazy. <laughs> I was, I was, I was on the Jake Johnson train for that one, I believe. Okay. Oh <laughs> uh, no, but let's let's get into the movie. Um, it's it's fairly quick because the movie is only an hour and twenty five minutes. Yeah, it just it rushes by. It it, it is a, a, the time frame of what a full moon production would be. <laughs> Barely a movie. <laughs> Right, uh, but we do start. We do start with uh, Michael Rappaport. Uh, his name is Les, in this, and he is a parking meter maid. Yes, uh, aka the devil. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, luckily we live in Las Vegas. There's not really too many parking meter maids here. I not is there even parking meters anywhere uh, in downtown? Okay, and. Uh, and one of our shopping centers, but no one ever really checks those. Yeah. So they're, um, they're just for like ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, look how fancy we are. <laughs> um, no. And so if you guys don't know what a parking meter maid is uh, in bigger metropo- uh, metropolitan areas like L.A., New York, uh, you have to pay to park on the sidewalk, especially uh, the closer in the city you get, the more that, you know, you have to get your. You you have to get some coins to put in, or you have to get your parking slip uh, redeemed at one of the shops. I forgot what that's called. Oh, validated. Yeah, do you guys validate parking? So it's one of those things. And if you don't, then the devil comes, a.k.a. a parking meter maid. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Who writes you a ticket? Uh, You know what? But hey, you know, um, shout out to the meter maids. You know, they... uh, they they, they get that money <laughs> to keep the city rolling. Right. Uh, but yeah, and so it, we, we, we're we here with uh, Michael Rappaport. He's doing his job. He's writing up a ticket. And then a girl who presumably owns the car is like, no, 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 please don't. Like, I'm just so broke. Right. Yep. She goes full waterworks. Yeah. And, and Michael Rappaport, I, he's a little uh, socially awkward, I would say. Uh, yeah. Uh, not to the point where he he doesn't know how to interact with people, but in certainly in that type of situation, he's just like, uh, you know, I already started writing the ticket, and if if I can't stop now, or else I get in trouble. Yeah, and, and she she just really doesn't sell this crying well enough for me, but well enough for Les. Yeah, you could tell he's got a big heart. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a softy, so. So he ca- he gives the girl a break. She's like, I just don't have money for this, please. And at the moment he cr- like crumples it up uh, and starts to walk away, she goes full American Psycho, stops crying, gets back on her phone, and is like, "Some shithead is trying to give me a ticket." <laughs> and I would have like picked that ticket up, flattened it back out, and then finished writing it. <laughs> exactly, because she doesn't even wait until he is out of earshot. To disrespect him. Right. Maybe right? if she got in the car and closed the door and he could overhear her saying it, you know, maybe she isn't such a blatant B. Yeah. But yeah, she just is. She's a coach. Uh, <laughs> and so he looks back, but he doesn't really do anything about it. And so he goes back to uh, work. You yeah. Know, just just a change. He's getting off. Uh, his boss comes in. He's like, hey, what's this? And it's the carbon copy of the ticket he was writing. Right. And he's like, oh, you know, I messed up and stuff like that. And he's like, you can't mess up like that, man. You know, the cops might not like us or respect us, but we're what we're what keeps the city on. <laughs> 
And you know, and he tells Les, he's like, "Hey, you know, you, I say the mantra, all right? <laughs> because I don't need you coming in here and shooting up the place. I'm important. Say it again. Say it again. I, I'm, I'm important. important. <laughs> I'm important. I'm important. Which I mean, isn't a bad <clears throat> mantra to tell like your employees, especially for for jobs that are unappreciated like his. Right. Yeah. Right. Especially yeah, because in you know, to to the civilians and the public, you're the devil because you're out here giving me two hundred dollar tickets, depending on what the sign says. <laughs> and yeah, and so I think it's a good thing to have these mantras for your employee. Like, hey, I need you to say this. It's affirmations. That's true. Maybe I should have had guy. that when I had the comic store. I should have made my employees all say stuff <laughs> like that. And I like cheese. <laughs> Um, no, but so he goes to his neighborhood. Oh, no. So after that, he goes to a doctor, right? Or does he go to the comic book shop first? So he goes to the comic store. Yeah, comic store. Yeah. Um, and at that point, it's just kind of just an introduction to the to the people running the comic shop. Yeah, which is actually a, one of the Jake or Josh boys from Nickelodeon. The, the chubbier one. Yes. I mean, he's not chubby now. but he, Right. At this point, he got chubby. skinny and then lost Look. all of his funny. <laughs> <clears throat> it's like Will Sasso all over again. Yep. <laughs> um, no, it's a it's a, it's a slight introduction to the people that he are that he's friends with, sort of. You know, yeah, especially Kobe. You know, running a comic store, you you become friends with the people who buy comics. Oh yeah, you, totally. Uh, because you're still trying to sell them these things. <laughs> uh, you know, but we get a slight introduction with the homeless guy who got pissed comics from a dumpster. And you can tell uh, the Nickelodeon guy is is a soft softy. Yeah, he's um, me. <laughs> yeah, but you know you're throwing those comics in the dollar bin, so you'll make it back eventually. <laughs> uh, but no, like Les Les gets uh, some comics from him. Uh, Nickelodeon guy is just like here. I got you. I, I saved. I pulled your box. Made sure you got. Uh, Iron Girl, very uh, great value versions of these Marvel comics. Yep. And so he's a big That way they don't have to pay any uh, royalties. Right. <laughs> he's like, what, you guys got a trademark on Iron? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so uh, yeah, he, he has a big affinity for superhero like comics and all that stuff. I mean, you're, as an adult, you still want to like read the things you read as a kid sometimes. Uh, but he takes the, he takes a lot of these things to heart. Uh, he he eventually goes to a doctor though. Um, I guess he's trying to get some money or something. Yeah. So it looks like it's like a clinical study. One of these places where they're like, "Hey, you take our medicine and we'll pay you. You just got to come in once a week and make we'll test you or check you out and make sure if there's no side effects and you know you can kind of fill out a little survey every time and see how you're feeling and yeah, uh, you know whatever at the end of the trial six weeks you get. $1,500 or whatever yeah. it is. Which, yeah, um, I never had to do, thank God, because, uh, you know, I just don't want to pee blood, you know? <laughs> um, but no. <laughs> but uh, Les, Les does this because he, I guess he saw in the article that it was going to help people uh, gain self-confidence. It's almost like anti-anxiety type of, like, medicine. Right. It said it was supposed to suppress doubt. Well, yeah, which I don't, I don't know 
how do you even market that? Like, don't doubt yourself right now. Take Xanatrix. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get that real like, you might be blood. <laughs> right. <laughs> May cause anal leakage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but no, and so Les starts to take it. Um, but for some reason, I, I think he hears like it might unlock latent powers that you don't know you have. Right. And but like if you're if you're going there for the self-doubt thing, you're thinking it's it's the powers of being confident. Right. But I feel like at that moment, Les took it as abilities as in superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, and there's a number of times during the movie he has like an inner monologue. Um, where you can just kind of hear what he's what he's thinking. Those are the speech bubbles. The little, yeah. Um, and so he he earlier makes a comment about how when he was young he used to always have dreams he could fly mm-hmm. because he didn't have any reason to not be able to fly. Yeah. And it wasn't until he grew up and like. So, learned why you shouldn't be able to fly that his his dreams changed from flying to being stuck in a crowded elevator. Oh, oh that's what that scene. Okay. I guess I missed that. Uh but no, uh Les goes about his day. He takes the pill. He goes about his day. He goes grocery shopping. Uh, apparently at his uh, neighborhood bodega. If you guys don't know what a bodega is, it's a neighborhood market. Yep. Because, you know, there's not always a Ralph's or Smith's around. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but, you know, you can tell there's he, he's very frequent here because he has some sort of famili- familiarity to the counter girl. Right. We don't really hear talk. She just rings things up. Thank God, you know. Because I hate those cashiers. They're like, ooh, somebody's hungry. <laughs> yeah, like, just ring up my Oreo, Bethany. <laughs> Let me get out of here about my day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, and so he goes about his day, but he gets home and he starts to just watch TV. But he starts to concentrate. And so he starts to float. Yeah. And so he goes about these trials. He's he's like floating, and we see him float. Yes, right. And then he goes to his doctor. He's like, "Doc, there's already um, results. It's awesome." Yeah. The doctor looks a little bit more worse than he did when we first see him. Right. He's a little tired, haggard, or whatever like that. And so he he gets on the doc's desk, and he's like, "Doc, watch this." <laughs> Jumps off, and we see him floating. Right. The doc does not. <laughs> right. He's just le- floundering on the floor. <laughs> uh, but all of a sudden, two guys in a suit look in in his session, which I don't I don't think there should be any way you should be able to look in a session with a patient. <laughs> well, this isn't really like it's not like a psychiatrist. Yeah. This is and this is not really like his physician doctor. This yeah. is the guy who's selling the medic or. Or, clinically testing the medication. Yeah. So yeah. So the 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 suits, the lawyers, the oh, they owners, can whatever should be able to look in because there oh. there shouldn't be any secrets outside uh, of okay. So but um no so the doc takes the guy into another room and uh, after talking to the suits he yeah. comes in he examines uh, Les. Uh, he's checking his eyes, making sure, I don't know, dilated, not dilated, one of those things. I'm not an optometrist. <laughs> um, but uh, all of a sudden, Les can hear his thoughts. Yes. 
and the doctor is now explaining to him that in some rare occasions this this uh medication uh releases the latent powers the latent powers yes and so it's not that it's giving him powers but it is unlocking the powers he already had right it's 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 like uh the one movie with scarlett johansson I, right, yes, where start starts to use more than ten percent of her brain yeah, or exactly. whatever, and <laughs> but no. So the, what the doctor is saying to Les versus what he's hearing in his mind contradict each other. Right, but uh, so Les thinks, okay, I won't tell anybody. Don't worry, but automatically runs to the comic book shop. Right. Yep. <laughs> um, and you know what's it called? Nickelodeon guy and his cousin. They're they're in the back smoking as. I guess you do in a comic shop. <laughs> I never did, but hey, it may have made. Oh, your your high was different. It was uh, you did have cheese in your refrigerator, che- cheese and caffeine. That was <laughs> I was fueled by those two things. This, that's also you know what that's also working against each other. You know, cheese will get you all congested, but the caffeine will flush you out. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And so um, Les is like, I got superpowers, guys. Hold on. And then so he, they're getting high, and he runs into the wall. He runs through the wall. Through the wall. Through the wall, and it runs back out, but now he has a bloody nose. Yeah. And he tells them, oh, the, the, high, the more uh, higher the power, right. it takes a toll on me. Yeah. Um, and at this point, he's still – he's still – just learning his powers because he's still on the medication. But after the six weeks of taking the medication and the medication is gone, the power should be permanent, according right. to the telepathy he got from the doctor. Right. <laughs> and so at this point, he's like, oh, my God, I'm a full blown superhero. So he goes to quit his job. And and, and then he has the inner monologue, which I think is true in any like in, in everyday life is. When you're looking for trouble, you can't find it. Right. But when you're not, trouble finds you. Yeah. And so we get a mono, like a montage of Les just tackling random people at supermarkets. Uh, right. <laughs> and one of them actually has a gun and was planning on robbing the supermarket. Oh, that was the first one. The right? first yeah. one. And so that 100% validates to him that... <laughs> He knew this person had a gun. His inner monologue told him that this person was getting ready to rob the place. He is a superhero, <laughs> and he is doing now what his powers want him to do. Right. So, yeah, we get this huge montage of him tackling people and the news outlet just watching it. Yes. And, so, and they're, they're <laughs> calling for the public's help. If you know anything about the supermarket tackler, please call this line. <laughs> <laughs> so at, at some point, uh, Les, Les sort of, I don't know how to say it. He, he gets tired of waiting. He yes. wants bigger, badder guys to take down. Right. And so he goes to the police station and he's like, hey, man, funny thing is I used to work here. And the cop is like, you used to be a cop? And he's like, no, meter maid. But I can't tell you my name. Oh, but I can't <laughs> tell you my name. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, just tell the captain, wait, just watch this. And then you're going to want to go tell your captain. And then he runs down the hallway and you think he's going to run through, like through the wall, like he did in the comic book shop. Right. 
But no, he slams into it a full speed. <laughs> Gets back up and he's like, I know, impressive, right? Yeah. Uh, but the cop starts to notice his clothing. Right. And the symbol on his back. Yeah. No. Yes, because he is sewed onto the back as his superhero symbol, the medication, l- the logo of the medication, <laughs> and so and that logo gets caught on cameras, so that's what he sees. Yes, and so Les runs out of the station. Uh, but before this scene, the suits talk to the doctor, and he's like, "You need to get him off the medication because he's gonna mess up our entire trial." Yeah, and so they catch up with Les. He helps Les escape. Uh, but he's telling Les, like, hey, you have to stop taking the pills. Right. They're making you unstable. Uh, but at this point, Les is having a full-blown, like, psychotic breakdown. <laughs> because he sees another version of himself. Yes, it's Les from the future. <laughs> giving him advice. Yes. That these guys are the bad guys. Right. And so he stabs him in the ear with a lollipop. Stick. Stick. So... <laughs> And then jumps out of the car, driving at full speed. (laughs) Because you know what? When you're crazy, nothing really hurts. Yeah. (laughs) And and so, uh, yeah, after that, Les goes to, uh, I I forgot. Les goes to the comic book shop because he gets in trouble with these suits. Yes. So, yeah, he goes to the comic shop because he's like, hey, I need you guys' advice because now the suits are after me. And they're like, Les, we got to tell you you don't really have superpowers. And he's like, the suits have already been here and they have brainwashed you. So now you're against me. So the only way to prove it is I got to take you to the doctor and the doctor will explain it. And then you'll understand where I getting my superpowers from. Yeah. And so, and so Nickelodeon guys like, is this a real doctor or is this like a doctor? Right. Yeah. Cause you're already a little crazy. So is this like, Imaginary doctor, <laughs> like your imaginary powers. Yeah. Uh no, but they get to the they get to the doc's office. Well, halfway to the doc's office. Oh yeah, it was um, before that. Yeah, like you hear like a a woman scream, and he's like, "Somebody needs help! Hit the brakes!" And they hit the brakes and turn around, and he's gone. <laughs> and they look out, and he's already on top, on top, of, top of a building. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so there's a woman who's getting her purse stolen and he dives head first off the building <laughs> at to tackle the the purse snatcher yeah and, and successfully stops a purse snatcher yeah and so nickelodeon guy is like super hyped he's like yo man that was awesome and and, and then and then the it. brother's like uh i now you really need help because <laughs> if you're diving head first off of buildings you're gonna kill yourself yeah and you're and the, one of the few people at that store that I care about. <laughs> like, well, he's like one of the only people that probably comes with a steady revenue. Like, <laughs> and, you know, and then he probably, you know, after time, you like a guy, right? Yeah. Uh, but they get to the doctor's office. The doc is already packing up. Yep. You know, the office looks pretty barren. And, and he refutes anything that Les says. Yeah. He's like, I don't know who you are. Yeah. You showed up here Talking about talking powers, about powers, and we just kicked you out, and I don't even—that's all. I, that's all I know. Yeah, and and so, um, but Les has a, another breakdown where he starts to, I, I guess, choke Nickelodeon kid, right? Or just have 
Or just, just have him by the collar yeah, or something. Yeah, just out of the I, kind of pure frustration. It's this, I'm, I know my powers are real, and I know that this doctor is now lying because the suits have brainwashed him as well, and I, I just need somebody to believe me. Yeah. But but no one and, will. Yeah, and and you believed me before, and now you don't, and I'm just so frustrated. I'd like, yeah. So, uh, but he gets a hold of himself, and sort of sorts himself out, uh, and he leaves. Um, you know, the comic book guys are just kind of shaking up about it, and they they also leave. But as Les is leaving, the suits again follow him. Right. Uh, beat the crap out of him. But not before Les makes them disappear. Yes. Um, but yeah, well, so as they're disappeared, they start to beat Les with a two by four. Right. Until he rallies and starts swinging the two by four wildly. I, and just happenstance catches them. Yeah. And as Les leaves the scene, we see the two guys on the floor just kind of broken not broken but like beat up right yep uh but les ends up going to the supermarket where he frequents uh he's already sort of had a like a little romantic gesture to this girl uh but he tells this girl like hey um i i need help yeah uh the, the girl uh who we've never heard sp- uh, like speak before Speaks in this instance, uh, but she has uh, a speech impediment. Yeah, she's like a heavy stutter. Yeah, but uh, Les, Les, you know, again, he says like, "Oh, I think you have a beautiful voice," and so, but he's like, "You, you need to get me away. I need to get away from here. Uh, I'm not well. I might hurt you." And sort of locks him, like, and then she, he gets her to lock him up in the bathroom. Right. Because at this point, he figures, like, I need to get the drugs out of my system. Right. And the doctor did give him basically like a uh, uh, a flush. Yeah. To to get the, the drugs out of his system. And he gave it, like, when he was with the comic guys. And he was like, here, drink this. It'll flush the, the drugs out of your system because they have a short shelf life or yeah. what, half life or whatever. So, like, if you don't keep taking them the effects of it will quickly go away. But since you're so stuck on this, like having powers, every time t- somebody tells you not to take them, you immediately take another one. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after this, but after that day, uh, he does spend the night in the bathroom. He has the dream again about the elevator. Right. Uh, but when he wakes up, he goes to see the doctor one more time. Uh, and he's the doctors like who before this scene has told the suits like, hey, I'm not a part of this anymore. Uh, this guy is going to die or something. Right. And so I don't I don't want to be a part of this. This has gotten out of hand. And so he goes to see the doctor again and the doctor cooperates everything. He's like, if you want to go to the authorities, I'll I'll back you up. Right. And the doctor's basically like, hey, we were the suits are just like the company owners. They're not anybody dangerous they're just trying to get you to stop taking the medications so that because you're running around with our logo and we're we have a our our studies have on this have showed this drug is very positive and so we have like a huge buyer coming in and they just don't want to mess up the trial so that 
we can't sell the drug. Yeah. And he's, uh, and he's like, oh, so this is all about money? Yeah. And he's like, no, it's that's not... That's not what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But he is only hearing what he wants to right, hear. Right, right. And the doctor, you know, is like, when you're telling people, like, you're going to make them disappear and you're going to make everything about them disappear, they're thinking you're going to sue them for having this psychotic break. Yeah. Um, and he's like, at this point, I, I, you know, I'm on your side. I've already quit the company. You, you let me know. I, I'll, I'll, I'll testify for you. Uh, yeah. but, but yeah, either way, you got to stop taking the medication so that you can. You yeah. Know. And, and so I forgot what happens after this, but cause all I can remember is after he has this conversation with the doctor, he goes out and he gets ran over toy. I, yeah. <laughs> Which is like a a huge ex- jump, extreme, but I guess you I know feel, getting stabbed I, in the I ear. I felt like the first time was not 100% intentional. Yeah. But the second time was absolutely like, "Oh, well, we hit him and then the like the, the one brother's like, "Well, you hit him and now he's dead and so we got to get out of here. And then they they even go out and like kick the body and it's like, he's dead. Yeah. But then he starts to get get back and then they're just like, holy crap. We just hit him with a car and he's still alive and he, we're already sure he's going to sue us. So yeah, let's just hit him again. Right. But but it's the guy, it's the older brother, the guy who got stabbed in the ear with the lollipop stick. Yeah. Because the younger brother, <clears throat> the younger brother dips. He gets out of there. He's right. Like, this is this is gonna be vehicular manslaughter. Yep. I cannot be here for this. Right. right. <laughs> and then and then we get a standoff. We get to the end. The end of the movie is 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 a, just a standoff between the suit and Les. Right. Yeah. And then the movie just ends. Well, he. D- it's a standoff, and then he turns around and he starts to walk away, and he's just like, "You, you can't stop me. Oh, the, there's nothing you can do to stop me. I've already reached my full potential. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's still pretty open ended, right? It I, is how I took super open ended. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that's the end of the movie. But Kobe, what what are some points that you want to talk about in this movie? Um, so like, I thought it was like real interesting how they tied stuff together. Like, like where he, he at the beginning, he had talked about like the only reason he couldn't fly was because he like his dreams, he could fly, but then he couldn't anymore because basically people told him he couldn't. Mm -hmm. And so then when it was like this, this drug like removes your doubts. Yeah. All of a sudden it was like, yeah, I don't doubt that anymore. So now I can again. <laughs> and then the more, well, he's a comic book person. And, and he, he, he had like a little inner monologue thing about that, about how comic books were like this escape and how, how great it would be to be a hero and, you know, to be able to, to be your true self, like a, like a superhero was. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that that's a great takeaway from that because you know as you grow older, you know, you start to learn more, and then 
there's so many things that are telling you I, you can't do this. I'm right. I'm like even even something as simple as like what like eight year old is scared to jump on a skateboard. They're like, nah, I fell forty times. Get back on the skateboard. Right. Let's do a jump. <laughs> As a 45-year-old man, I'm like, you know what? I even used to be able to skateboard. Um, I'm not getting on one of those now because I'm going to fall and break a hip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, trust Yeah. I, re- I remember as a kid, I was jumping. Like, I, I, w- I was literally 100% always in the pool. And, you know, depending on, like, where you are, if there was something to jump off of, you did. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. Sh- sure, that's nine feet from the pool, but if I get a running start, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, exactly. It, you know, I mean, now there's still, I mean, now there's adults that do cliff diving and stuff like cliff jumps. I know you're not going to find me doing that. I was like, I'm not going to clear this enough <laughs> to where I don't hit the bottom or ridge of this mountain. Right. <laughs> so it's one of those things where you, that you, 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 when you're young, you you didn't you didn't know why you shouldn't do those things, <laughs> and then when they worked out fine, it was just like, well, that's okay. Yeah, so I can. Uh, keep and then doing as it. you're as you're older, you're like, yeah, I don't want to drive too fast because uh, <laughs> I know I can get in a car accident. I know I got to drive extra slow in the rain because roads are slick in Vegas. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. you know, and like as a as sixteen, you're just like, hey, hit the gas. Let's just get where we're going. <laughs> I don't want to be home all day. Nah, I never got pulled over, never got a ticket. So that's not real <laughs> until it actually happens, you know? Oh, yeah. You, you'll always remember your first ticket, too. Oh, You're yeah. like, fuck. <laughs> yep. My parents are going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's a great outlook for the movie is um, just having – not having these doubts about yourself is what makes everybody like special, right? What? Yeah. Oh man, is, is there any parts that you, were your favorite for this movie? <laughs> so we had used it as a, kind of our opening quote, and then we kind of skimmed right over it. Um, <laughs> but after after he stabs uh, one of the suits with the popsicle <laughs> stick, the brother gets out and chases him, and he's running through the park, and at this point, like. He's like avoiding the the brother by like flying and jumping and like s- off camera superhuman things. <laughs> and then you see him running and he runs into absolutely nothing at full force and just gets knocked down. Yeah. And that's when he's like he's like, "Oh, you've trapped me with your force field." <laughs> And and he believes that like he can't get away, and then all of a sudden he starts to concentrate, and he disappears, and then punches the guy in the face. He's like, "Your force field is good, but my teleporting is better." <laughs> and so this is the, these the scenes that are like this are what cast this huge doubt in the right. viewer. Yeah, because you're like, how did he get around the guy? Yeah. If he doesn't right. have it, powers. You know, if he's if he's all by himself and he thinks he's doing these things, then you're just seeing it through his eyes. But when he's doing these things in front of people and they are reacting as if what is happening is real. Yeah. Is it? 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, which I, I like the mystery, like the mystery of it all. Yeah. Because you're never sure. Right. If, if he is crazy or he's really loosing this whole situation. Right. Oh, I, 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 the only thing I kind of wish for this movie that I saw a little bit more of is the relationship between him and the the cashier girl. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying that people that are like socially awkward or have speech impediments are are perfect for each other, but they they looked cute together. Right, right. You know, because of course, obviously, um, she's a little uh, insecure about her speech impediment. Right. And he is obviously he is very obviously aware of his social awkwardness. <laughs> right. And when he comes in and he's all social after he's gotten beaten up, he comes in and like you said, very socially awkward. And she's like, you're on drugs, aren't you? <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, of course I am. <laughs> but not like not like bad drugs. I'm on the drugs that make me a superhero, <laughs> which just makes it like. Worse drugs. Yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, he's on PCP. <laughs> uh, um, but then he like kind of catches himself, and he's like, is there somewhere we can go? Because I think I might be losing my mind. Yeah. So yeah, he he starts to be unsure of himself, but at least he still has the safety of this girl in mind. And right? is that unsurety? Is that like the drugs are starting to wear off? He hasn't taken the right. next dose yet and all oh. of a sudden the doubt starts creeping in oh see so many levels and layers it's like an onion <laughs> uh but yeah there, there's also that one sweet moment where after he he does save her from being held up he comes back in later and he's just like that was crazy right <laughs> <laughs> and then but he's like but then he pulls a bouquet of roses from the counter and he's like, I want to get this, but this one's for you. And he just throws a wad of cash on the on the on the table. And he's like, All right, bye. You keep the change, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like half confused, but, but yeah. still a little flattered. Oh yeah, she's definitely flattered after he leaves, and she, you know he, she picks up the flowers. But man, does she have a poker face? I, right. <laughs> because as they're just as he's just rambling. He's pretty much having mouth diarrhea. <laughs> Her face is stone cold stoic. Yes. Until until like he leaves and she keeps the flowers and she's all happy. But I was like, oh, okay, she was down for it. I was like, man. And I was so I I kept thinking I was like, oh maybe she's mute. Like maybe she's um, de- was it deaf or yeah? Is is that the word deaf? So like with deaf you can't hear, mute you can't talk. Oh. Yeah, so, so I, I thought she was just mute. So I was just like, oh, maybe she's just mute. Like, maybe that's why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, is there like is there anything else that you liked about or just any key parts of the I, movie? Th- yeah, it was, like I said, it's, there's like so much layers. Like there it's it's a weirdly depressing movie yet inspirational at the same time. <laughs> I'm like you feel so bad for for him and and you feel his frustration that nobody believes him and you feel how you feel bad that he wants to be a superhero but he probably isn't and he wants it so badly. Yeah. 
But then, then the movie keeps giving you doubts, right? Which is supposed to be about removing them, <laughs> because you're like, you, there's parts in like I, it's still uh, I hate movies that make my brain wrinkle. <laughs> I'm trying to have a smooth brain, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it keeps giving you doubts. It keeps making you think that he has these powers. Uh, because if, it seems like the suits, they keep talking, but you can interpret what they're saying in a different way. Like, like yeah, these pills could possibly give you superpowers. It, it, it could possibly remove all doubt, which doubt is nothing but a limiter. Right. Exactly. But And so I think we should all just take these wise words to heart uh it was by joe dirt where his life's a garden dig it (laughs) 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 yeah you can't have no in your heart uh except you know certain situations you should (laughs) right uh but yeah this movie is 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 a ton of fun because it's a it's a movie that you know wouldn't catch a huge audience this feels more in line with sun, like a Sundance type of film, right? Right. Or like a South by Southwest, and and lots of times when you get a movie that is, uh, it's almost a parody of uh superhero movies, but like it's like a dark comedy, and you you expect it to be like laugh out loud kind of funny, like like last week we did uh, Blank Man, <laughs> and that was definitely like a a funny ha, ha, ha movie. Yeah. a funny spoof um but it's it's interesting that it was how the how they filmed it and and how serious and then like even the music there was like the background music like really i felt added a lot to the mood yeah because even like you start you start to like want to make fun of him but then all of a sudden the music's like sad in the background and you're like it brings you like like, it brings you down. Yeah, you're like all like Sarah McLaughlin, like crying over <laughs> sad puppies in cages. A dollar a day will keep these puppies <laughs> somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it adds it adds a lot. And if you guys aren't really too used to dark comedies, is it's mainly because they don't spoon feed you everything, right? Yeah, you know, it goes with a lot of indie films as a whole. Uh, that's why I think because of like this came out in 2006 but I feel like if this came out now it would have a larger audience yes because now I think for some reason I I guess because of technology and how how accessible things have gotten like how how much more accessible things have gotten that a lot of people are, are starting to appreciate more outlandish type of movies. And I don't mean outlandish as in like far removed from reality, but just not the mainstream type of movies that you're so used to getting in the theaters. I, right. Right. And the, I, we had kind of talked about that on a different podcast though, where it's like, uh, it was like 20 years ago. There were these like, independent films that kind of had were doing so well mm-hmm. um and then everything started to really kind of become very corporate and now it's just every once in a while one of these oddball films will make it 
Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, this movie, yeah, it's because this movie isn't so for, formulaic. I yeah, think is the yeah. Word. Yeah, like, there's no set way that this movie is like, okay, this is going to happen, then this is going to happen. No, it's 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 one of those movies that a lot of American people might just be like, oh, that I'm very unsatisfied. Right, right. <laughs> like, you know, it's like, if it was at, like, a film festival where you're kind of expecting the artsy films, yeah. I, think, I feel like this would have just blown everybody away. But then you throw it in the theater and people are like, uh, this isn't Iron Man. <laughs> you know, where's where's the lasers? This, uh, there's, this no, isn't... there's no superhero battles. He's not a superhero if they're not Yeah. And then and then and then and then you get the other side result like this isn't Daredevil. Where's the badass fight scene? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh uh, yeah, because I'm gonna tell you right now, Les is not Daredevil. He's he can't even be in Daredevil's block. <laughs> uh, I, I, maybe maybe blank man <laughs> if mm. you if this was in the blank man universe he is like the moon knight of Bla- it's a blank man <laughs> right right <laughs> oh man <laughs> but like would you recommend like is there a certain type of person you would recommend this movie to um yeah this is this is a little different like where you got you know, your Spider-Man movies, you're like, everybody's going to like this. Yeah. Um, this one's this, like a, a harder. Yeah, you, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not like, Hey, show this to the kids. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything, anything bad at all in it. Yeah. It's not, but it's like, but like you're, 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 your 12 year olds are going to be like, uh, what am I watching? <laughs> what's, what's, I'm going to go play Minecraft. Um, <laughs> But yeah. uh yeah I, I I feel like we would recommend this to people who enjoyed w- w- which which is next week's movie Super. Yes. <laughs> because I think Super is a little bit more palatable versus what this movie is. This one's a little bit too depressing. I right. Points. I feel Super Super is kind of like on the the level of Kickass. Yeah, like it's a little bit more depressing than Kick-Ass yeah. because of the situation that Rain Wilson is in. <laughs> uh, but it has like great comedic moments, especially with uh, between Sparky and the Crimson Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Where see, like, like it's kind of at the beginning, I mentioned this about the like the time travel movie. Yeah. Like, because there's a lot of that where you feel for him mm-hmm. and it's a little depressing because you're like, this poor guy feels like he can actually travel through time and <laughs> he is crazy <laughs> yeah like the the only thing i feel like this movie was missing was just some moments of uh reprieve we only really get that uh, uh when when nickelodeon guy believes in uh michael rapaport or right. Les. right uh but that moment is quickly taken away in the next scene i right it's so, that, but yeah, I, there's but there's that like I feel like you said there's a few defining moments like the girl believes him when she he stops the, the uh, guy the, the, yeah the, the 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 robber the robbery um the uh, the purse snatch lady believes him because he out of nowhere off of a building <laughs> he comes flying to you know that guy should have he should have had shattered his ankles <laughs> that was like a fifteen foot drop. That's like that. He's like him jumping off of a second story building. I, right, right. Because <laughs> man, I'll tell you right now, if he missed, oh, that is just one trip to the hospital. 
And then the hospital is going to be like, what are these drugs in your system? <laughs> right. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, sir, PCP is not a record. <laughs> you cannot take that recreationally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I wish I wish he had just a little bit more moments where it was a little bit just a little bit happier. Right. You know, uh, because still to this day, or like, like in next week's movie. There's a there's a moment between Sparky and Crips and Hammer that still I just chuckle at once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wish this movie kind of had something like that where I think the only thing I could really think about or the one moment that I really still remember is him jumping off that building. That was a pretty funny scene though because when they like when they like when he says stop the car and then they look back and he's gone and then they like swing the camera to him. He's on the he's already on the roof. He's already he, on the roof. Yep. Which is not possible <laughs> without superpowers. Without super cuz how did he get on that roof? Right. So fast. Yeah. All right guys, well we're we're coming up to our hour if this is the first time you guys are joining us. Thank you for joining us. Uh hope you watch the other episodes of this month and this series in this show. Right. And you can even jump back uh you know, a few episodes we did Defendor yeah. uh, for a previous uh, month, and that weirdly fits into this month because right. that's another <laughs> that's another movie without a superhero comic. without a comic. Right. <laughs> uh, but the way we do our uh, review section is in four sections. We have stream it, DVD it, Blu-ray it, and Ultimate Box Collection, which I would probably throw this in with Defender and Super as a. <laughs> As, as a as a three pack, we need to be in like a marketing department <laughs> and uh, start like bundling these things together. Because <laughs> yeah, that that box set needs to be made. <laughs> It'll go from like least depressing to most depressing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Kobe, where are you at? Ah, uh, I I loved this movie. I did see it when it very first came out. Like I said. It wasn't in a theater. It must have been in a, like, I must have rented it or I don't even know. Maybe Blockbuster was even still around <laughs> back then. So kids, um, uh, if you don't know what Blockbuster is, it's what <laughs> it's what Netflix murdered. Actually, no, it's what Redbox murdered. Uh, yep. And then Netflix murdered Redbox. Right. Um. But yeah, no, I, I very much enjoyed this. It's... um. <laughs> Not got like instant replay value, but <laughs> yeah. I I definitely I feel like I got more out of it and enjoyed it more this time, even though it's been now twelve years or something since <laughs> I've saw it last. Um so definitely like you could watch this kind of like every few years and yeah. and then get back into it. Uh definitely something I I'd be willing to share with people. Not like a party movie. Not, lots of times I'm like, this movie, you could just throw it around in the background and in a party and people will be like, what the hell are we watching? Because um, no, if you do that, you just ruin the mood. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if, what extra you'd get Blu-ray. <sighs> yeah. Maybe. I mean, like, I'd, I'd like to get an interview with 
with Michael Rappaport about this and the director, how they came up with the story, um, that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, that I feel like that would be really interesting on in a movie like this. Yeah, but I feel like because of the quality of this movie, it was shot in 2006. It's pretty grainy, and I feel like you could still get those extras in a DVD. I, it's quite possible. Right, yeah. because hey, there's nothing like uh, I'm not going to see a remastered version of this movie anytime soon. <laughs> not with the small amount of money it made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I, I'm at DVD for this movie. I think I think I'm going DVD as well. Yeah, and it, it, and it's not to it's not any points off because it's DVD, but it's just you know we we like to go Blu-ray for for newer movies because we feel like. There's going to be extras that we can enjoy or even for like more, I would say like big budget bomb movies like Event Horizon. Right. You know, if that silo that had all the extras for that movie didn't blow up, I'd buy Event Horizon on (sighs) Blu-ray. Yeah. But man, they really screwed uh, Paul Wes Anderson with that one. (laughs) They're like, hey, you know, this isn't a Hellraiser movie. But yeah, this this movie is 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 very enjoyable. I think it like enjoyable to watch, uh, not enjoyable as like oh this was hilarious, <laughs> right, right. Uh, but no, I think yeah, like Kobe got a, a whole different view of this movie, and you know him talking to me about it like opened with the whole uh, doubt situation of removing your limiters, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of people will take this movie in a lot of different ways. Right. See, it's like an onion. It's got layers. <laughs> uh, I guess we'll just put it in a pack with Shrek. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very, very odd. <laughs> but like Shrek, he has layers. <laughs> it, it does, yeah. All right, guys. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um just to let you know, we do have links down below for Amazon, which is going to be our affiliate links. Uh, if you guys want to help us out and you guys are going to shop anyway, use those links to go shopping. It helps out the show. It, help, it helps us do more things for you guys. Yeah, and so we certainly, um, any kind of correspondence, uh, send us an email or give us some likes, some shares, some comments. Uh, let us know what you like, what you didn't like, uh, what, yeah. you, what you'd like to see in the future. Yeah. And a shout out to Craig from Colorado. Greg. Oh, Greg. Sorry, Greg. Greg. <laughs> Greg. Greg. Yeah. Sorry. Shout out to Greg from Colorado. We like we we refer to him as Healthy Greg. Because, Healthy Greg. Because we had two Gregs. We had a fat Greg, <laughs> and it was just weird to call him Skinny Greg. So he was Healthy Greg. <laughs> oh, and then a shout out to uh, to Mabel, who is another listener from Colorado. You know, uh, I think we got to move to Colorado. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently that's where quality movies are uh, appreciated. (laughs) Uh, But guys, uh, thank you guys for joining us. My name is Barry. And this is Colby. And this is Who Watches This. If you guys want to check out who does our theme music, it is Lee Rosevere. It's called Arcade Montage. It's on her Music for Podcast 3 album, and her Bandcamp is down below. Thank you.